0: radio 2000 and uh, for our arts interview today we're going to the eastern cape the university of fort Hare in the eastern cape is today hosting uh, a noni a Jabavu memorial lecture is being presented by professor luvuyo wachela we now find out more about uh who noni Jabavu was from asanda sizani she's editor and co-founder of legacy creates hi asanda how are you I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Asani, you know they say a South African woman writer in the 1980s is a rare find, and Umamunone Jabavu's work is indeed a rare find. For some of us who may not know her, uh, maybe give us a a, a brief background on who Umamunone Jabavu was and her contribution to the literature and the publishing space. All right.
1: Uh, A writing from the 1960s, in fact. Nineteen sixties, um, yes. Um, yes. Umam nondando Jabavu is a very significant literary and cultural giant. She so was a global figure, was born into an elite family in these East, of Eastern Cape intellectuals. Mm. Uh, we know her greatly for her two books that she published. One is The Oka People and the other is Drawn in Color, both published in the early nineteen sixties, when she was still based in the UK. Um her first book was actually translated into Italian. So we're mm. talking about a pioneering woman journalist, writer, editor, who wrote more than forty columns in the nineteen seventies in the Daily Dispatch newspaper. And it was called Noni on Wednesday.
0: Mm. She wrote
1: for the Herald newspaper and she later when she was later based in, in Zimbabwe. And also we shouldn't forget the the the, the fact that Mamun Noni Jabab was also pioneering in magazines. Yeah. In the magazine industry because When she was based in in the UK in 1961, she was the first black woman editor of an iconic literary magazine called the New New Strand. And she really broke barriers at at that time as the first black Tulsa woman Mm. editor. And she really faced every type of discrimination possible. But she came out on top and she really is an important woman in our history that is definitely an an exemplary figure.
0: Indeed she is. She also left for Britain when she was only 13 years old. Do we know what the reasons were behind her leaving the country and who even Mm. assisted her in leaving the country back then? Mm.
1: Well, uh, her grandfather, John Dengo Jabavu had great influence on on his son, D.B.T. Jabavu, who was Nani's father. Mm. And they wanted their family, especially in that area of the Eastern Cape, where I'm actually born. I was born where Mamaloni <laughs> Jabavu was born. Yes, me um, too, me too,
0: me too, me too.
1: Yes, mm. so they wanted their family <laughs> to be a symbol of hope. Yes. And they really placed a lot of emphasis on education. And so Uma Munoni Jabab was taken at that age to to England to study further. It really was for her to study, yeah, to to further her studies. And their dream for her was for her to to study to be a doctor, but that, of course, um, didn't turn out that way, but they really just wanted the best for her in terms of education opportunities.
0: It was also interesting to find that she travelled extensively, right? She visited countries like Britain, Jamaica, Italy, Uganda, Kenya, Zimbabwe. Mm. Yes, and it's it's interesting that you would have thought that during that time, what we know of that time is that there was a lot of limitations to movement, right? So how was she able to travel so extensively? That
1: is, is very much still unclear, but I think also the fact that she was later married mm. um, in, in the 60s to the Cadbury family um, and her being educated, a black, educated woman at the time. She moved in certain circles. She came from an influential family and she really had established herself as someone that was You know, a writer, an important writer, columnist, journalist, editor Mm. at the time, I think it it perhaps made things a little easier for her to move around. But certainly, um, I'm sure there were a lot of restrictions, especially, you know, when it comes to race and patriarchy, etc. But lucky for her, she was able to get some exposure in
0: different areas. Do we know if her books are available in South Africa at all, Asanda?
1: Oh, I'm still in search of the Oka people. I've got Drawn in Colour, and Mm. it really is a mission to find her books. But um, after listening to the lecture today, I was very encouraged to hear that, firstly, her family is trying to establish... Um, they are, in fact, launching, I think they said, next week Wednesday, the Noni Jabazu Foundation, and they will republish, mm. reprint um, her books, um, The Oka People and Drawn in Colour. So I'm really hoping that very soon we will be able to access her books through the foundation, um, because her wish also was for her work to be easily accessible to many
0: yeah, so like you're mentioning, Asanda, the University of Forte is today holding a memorial lecture on her behalf. Mm. How significant mm-hmm. is this recognition by the university?
1: Oh, this lecture series is, is a, is a, was a great celebration of her life and legacy. It's very significant and it's necessary. Mam Noni um, Chabab was born by the college, <laughs> which was then which was what the University University of Forte used to be called. Um, So her roots are there. It's a very important institution. It's an iconic institution that produced so many scholars, so many intellectuals. Um, And for her to have been celebrated in this way through ongoing lectures is very important. Mm. Um, You know, her own father, D.B.T. was a scholar there, Um, and there's still really a lack of recognition for pioneering women in our history. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't contribute to the erasure of women, so education is one way of resisting erasure and also rectifying it. So I'm really excited that the University of Forte was during this lecture today and made it accessible through the live stream, which is still
0: on now. She came from a very powerful family, hey, Umamu Unone Jabavo. I see her aunt was, uh, Umamu Cecilia Makiwan, Yes, wow. yes,
1: so the Makiwanis, mm. the Jabavus,
0: um, all really, really
1: influential families. Yes. and also John Barque was a great friend of the family. so she she really comes from a, a, a really incredible um lineage. You know, incredible lineage yeah. on both sides because her mother mother's side of the family was, was the Makiwanis. Yes. and her father's side were the Jababus. so really, really powerful.
0: So she had to be a powerhouse. Family. She had to be a powerhouse, which she was. Which she was. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs>
1: so but was... I'm glad that she didn't rely on yes. what she was born into, yes. but she really also worked hard and, yeah. ate, uh, and, and caught her own path.
0: Yes, indeed. So what were some of your key takeaways from today's lecture, Asand? Oh, um,
1: that black women have been there, we've always been there you know, women thinkers and doers they've always been present, they've always been documenting their story you know, in various ways and Mamjabab was certainly one of those women who wrote herself into history, Mm. she in fact even in her later years, just before she died, she told her family members what her wishes are, that she wants her work to be protected, she wants them to form a foundation that will carry on the legacy of Literature and journalism. Um, she wants to groom young, you know, young writers and journalists through her own efforts and, and, and platforms. So yeah, I really took that away. That you know, we've always been a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. And women like her are so inspiring for us today. In whatever we choose to do, we can look at women like Noni Chabavo, women like Ngwetelam mm-hmm. Dimadule. You know, so many great women that have lived and and be reaffirmed, really, and remember. How great we are today as women.
0: Yeah, and their and their contributions won't be hidden somewhere in history. They will be recognized. I love that as well. Exactly, uh, Asanda. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of the lectures. Is it still going on, or have you guys concluded for the day?
1: It's still on for the last for the next couple of minutes. Okay. Um, uh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me let you get back into it. Thank you so much, Asanda. Enjoy the rest Thanks of your Thursday. Thank you so much. Have Thank a good you. One. Bye. That's Asanda Cizani. She's editor and co-founder of Legacy Creates. And she was just, you know, giving us tidbits of the University of Fort Forte um, about how the University of Forte in the Eastern Cape is today hosting a Mamnoni Jabavu Memorial Lecture. What a powerhouse. What a beautiful and brilliant woman.
1: Feel it. This is good music. Feel good music. Radio 2000.